It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You've heard about it. You've read about it. You've talked about it. And now, you've found it. This is Alan Smith's Ask the Trucker Live on Blog Talk Radio the largest radio social network in the world. With your hosts, Alan and Donna Smith, focusing on driver health, careers, regulations, and the important issues facing the industry. It's time to shut down that big rig, sit back, and come join the conversation. Ask the Trucker Live begins right now. And welcome back to the show, everyone. Today is Thursday, February 5th, 2015. Thanks for joining us this evening and spending a little time with us as we look once more at one of the most controversial issues that has hit the trucking industry during the last few years. And we are now at a time when the FMCSA's final ruling on the uh, ELD mandate will be coming down the road fairly soon, with the uh, proposed requirements coming as early as this year, perhaps, and with full enforcement seen for possibly 2017. But the point is, it will be coming. And this is an issue that many independent owner-operators and small fleet owners have voiced their disapproval of, and largely due to the additional cost factors involved in what is already, as many believe, is a much over-regulated industry. But joining us this evening is our guest, Corey Hunt, CEO and founder of Pivot Technology Resources, on the web at pivotresources.com, a company which specializes as a premier source for new and used mobile communications and asset tracking equipment. And Mr. Hunt brings his nearly 20 years of experience in the communications industry to the program as we'll discuss many of the issues around the very probable ELD mandate and also the solutions that Pivot Technology Resources are concentrating on in regards to some of the challenges of ELDs faced by independence owner operators and fleet owners. And uh Donna, do you have your uh, volume on up over there? Your your computer? Oh, there you uh, go. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, I heard I heard I just heard the little like Pac-Man noises going on in there. <laughs> your fingers flying over there, so I do. So, but anyway, Donna, we're back on the ELD issue, but looks like uh, sooner rather than later the rule is coming. Well, yeah, and it's, boy, what a battle it's been, too. I mean, uh, what did it started with a final rule in 210, and then um, I'm trying to backtrack here. Then it was, uh, there was a big thing about driver harassment, and it went to the court, and it was, oh, my goodness, it, it's just been on and on. Um, I'm just, you know, if I'm multitasking over here, Alan, it's because I'm trying to send people links to the show. They keep asking me, and... 
Okay, there we go. There's one more. You got it? I got it, yeah. All right. Well, they're lining up listening. I appreciate you tuning in. I just want to say one thing, though, and I don't mean to interrupt you. You did. (laughs) Uh, We're having a contest in the um, chat room tonight for everybody who's listening. In order to get in the chat room, you have to actually click on the link and then um, sign in with your login and password, and we'll have a question, and then it's going to be a free T-shirt contest tonight. And it's um, let me let me just help you out with this. Um, help me out with it, actually. Uh, it's going to be for the Drive for Freedom, and it's going to be the driver image T-shirt. We're going to ask a question. And for all you people who have been very um, supportive over uh, the driver image and how can we can um, increase driver image, uh, well, Brian Carlson has the T-shirt, drive it uh, or park it. Uh, if you're if you're not, in other words, if you're not going to drive with a proper attitude as a professional, and that's the T-shirt we're giving away tonight. So uh, come in the chat room. We're going to ask a question, and it's a mechanical type question. So I'll I'll give you that hint, and then the first one who answers it gets a free T-shirt. All right. So that's our giveaway, huh? Yeah, it's our giveaway. That's a nice one. All right. We'll take a short break, and when we return, our guest Corey Hunt of Pivot Technology Resources will be here. Our show this evening, anticipating the challenges of the FMCSA ELD final rule, and it's all coming up on Ask the Trucker Live. You're listening to Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith on Blog Talk Radio. Don't go anywhere. Alan and Donna will be right back. Hey everybody, Alan Smith here. Have you been driving a big rig for a while now and considering starting your own business as an owner-operator? Well, Lone Mountain Truck Leasing offers the best lease purchase plan in the industry. With a small down payment and monthly payments around $1,000 or less, you make the monthly payment and when the final payment is made, they hand over the title. It really is that simple. There is no big balloon payment at the end and secondly, the truck is yours, not a lease plan under one truck and company. So if becoming an owner-operator is your goal, do it the right way. Do it the best way. Contact Lone Mountain Truck Leasing on the web at LoneMountainTruck.com or give them a call toll-free at 866-512-5685. That's LoneMountainTruck.com. This is Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith. To be a part of the program, call in now at 347-826-9170. Skype users can call in by clicking on the Skype button on our show page. To be a sponsor of the show, email Donna at info at askthetrucker.com. Now, back to the show. All right, we're back. Our guest, Corey Hunt of Pivot Technology Resources uh, on the web, as I said, pivotresources.com. And uh, Mr. Hunt, welcome to the show. appreciate you being here. Uh, hi, Alan. Hi, Donna. Thanks for having me on. Hey. Hey, Corey. Now, you guys are in uh, Kansas City. Oh, we're good. You guys are in uh, yeah. Kansas City, Kansas, correct? Uh, yeah, we're just in a suburb just south of Kansas City. We're in Lenexa, Kansas. Okay. Well, has, y'all aren't 
in any snow or anything up there. We're in Florida. We never really know what's going on in the other parts of the country. Well, we definitely rather be in Florida right now. We got a little bit of snow last night, but uh, we should be in the 60s here this weekend. Oh, you're doing good. Well, hey, appreciate yeah, you coming on. Uh, you know, you first um, you, you first started. You've been in this for quite a while. You first started installing the Qualcomm products for a fleet back in 1996, and so. You know, quite a few number of fleets, you know, have been using onboard computer systems and automated logging applications for really a number of years now. So it's not like this technology is all brand new to the industry. But what 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 are your thoughts and perspective on the controversy that we've seen on this mandate issue, not just between drivers, but, but the industry as a whole, such as ATA and OIDA organizations and such as that? Well, I, I see all sides. Uh, you know, I've I've had different aspects uh, and opinions from anywhere from the drivers that that were in, installing these units into uh, the fleet owners, uh, safety managers, uh, owner operators, especially. Uh, you know, and and in my opinion, uh, you know, I, it it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, we're a place where you can get it cheaper. We're we're more the solution than anything else, just to help everybody out. But uh, you know, I think that it's it's a tough spot to be in where that conflict is just affecting so many people. Um, sure. Uh, you know, on the, on the owner operator side, I understand, you know, if you don't, if you don't need to be tracked, why, why should you, uh, why does the government have to step in? But at the same time, I, I see the FMCSA side where they're trying to make everything safer. Um, so, uh, you know, on, on all levels, uh, the, the agreement needs to be reached. I think it's inevitable one way or another. Uh, this has been going on as long as I can remember uh, in, in, in conversation, and uh, I think we're definitely going to see this happen here in the next couple of years. Well, that's one reason we like to, uh, you know, bring, you know, things like this to the show. I mean, you said the key word solutions instead of just talking about it and, you know, over and over and over. We like those that are, you know, trying to provide solutions to that. I mean, it has been going on a while. I think September 29th, 2010, it was uh, Senators Mark Pryor and Lamar Alexander first introduced the legislation. I think it was a Senate Bill uh, S3884 back then, and it's kind of uh, <laughs> kind of been going, you know, a heated conversation since. But when when do you speculate that the mandate will take effect? Have you heard anything new in addition to what information is already out there? Well. Taking effect, uh, we, we keep hearing this about every year, really, for the past six, right. seven years. Uh, you know, they just keep pushing it back, and it, it keeps getting uh, held up in court and, and appealed. And, and uh, the way I see it is it, it eventually, I think, will come into play. Um, uh, it's just a matter of preparing for it, um, kind of dealing with it the right way and, and looking for the right solution. Um, I mean, you don't know what is going to play out. I think that a lot of the uh, the factors that go into it, a lot of people aren't informed into. Um, you know, the po politics involved in it, the people making these decisions, uh, they have their reasons, and uh, you just got to kind of be reactive in that sense. Uh, well, uh, um, I mean, a large majority of drivers, they, they I was reading a really interesting article a little while ago um, about the the entrepreneurship you know of the owner operator you know and they kind of feel like 
you know, they're, they're taking their freedom away. But a, a large majority of drivers pinpoint a problem that they have with this mandate as creating an unnecessary sense of urgency, you know, trying to beat the clock. So, so Donna, we, we've talked about this many times. Maybe, maybe the more problem isn't so much the ELD but the 14-hour rule. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's like everybody says that. It's the enforcement uh, of the – and you say, well, what does that mean? You know, does that mean that that people were, like, fudging? I mean, you could interpret it to be that way. Um, but the truth is, you know, there's there's times where, like, if you can't find parking or um, you're, you're detained at a shipper, receiver – and you're always stressed about the clock, and, you know, it's the 14-hour rule that is the problem, and the ELD is just the tool which enforces the problem. So, you know, it's what came first, the chicken or the egg type of thing. And um, and then, on the other hand, there's people who just don't want to have to. I mean, you know, they just want to be on their own. They don't want... They want their privacy. They don't want people knowing anything, what they're doing. I mean, that's a whole other issue. And then you've got the harassment issue, uh, which, you know, very well is is real. And we had uh, Ava Tala on the show not too long ago uh, proving that point. So, you know, there's all kinds of issues. But the bottom line is it's going to be a mandate. Uh, one of the major issues is cost. And people are, you know, well, I have three trucks. Do you know how much that's going to cost and this and that? And and that's another valid, true issue. So um, now we're at the point where we need to talk about solutions, and, and that's that's where we are tonight. Let's talk about the cost solution. There's nothing we can really do about the mandate except to continue to um, write senators, congressmen, FMCSA, put your comments in. Uh, when they're appropriate, and uh, and that's all you can do on that. But you know, tonight we'll talk about the solutions of cost, and that was a huge issue for for owner operators and fleets. Yeah, and that's just uh, one factor. I mean, really, Corey. The I mean, there, what I can tell there's there's really three factors really to consider in the ELD issue. I mean, it's re, it cost is one of them, reliability of the equipment and the installation and implementation. So I understand that you uh, you actually started uh, Pivot Technology Resources out of your garage. Yeah, that's correct. Um, you know, <laughs> through my travels in the country and, and going from one company to another representing a, a, a bevy of different products, I actually found a, an opportunity where I saw a lot of used equipment on the market that was still really in great shape or brand new in the box. You know, these manufacturers, service providers out there, they sometimes they'd get into a situation where they would oversell a fleet, and uh, then that fleet, either one way or another, had extra equipment, whether they downsized or just didn't have the kind of power units on the, on the road that they needed. Uh, they had extra equipment. And, uh, you know, we also had fleets that, that did not want to pay the high price or the, the going price for the equipment that was available, and that's kind of where I saw the the niche, where where I knew the people that had equipment they didn't need anymore, and really had no outlet or, or anywhere to go for that. And then I had saw the people that didn't want to pay for that that high price, and uh, and I was able to get this thing done, going. Um, so yeah, the inception of it was it was kind of on accident, but I thought 
you know, if, if there could be a privatized sense of, of equipment out there that, that people can go to as a, a special resource, a single consolidated sense of equipment on any kind of electronics, uh, whether it be EOBR, uh, asset tracking, trailer tracking, refrigerated monitoring, um, even scanners and, uh, and, and mounting brackets. Uh, you know, that's, that's where we've come today is, is just stemming from my garage testing and cleaning old uh, Qualcomm equipment. Didn't one of the big, like, people like Microsoft or um, Apple or something like that start up in their garage? Who oh, was it? Oh, there's been quite a few of them. <laughs> yeah, Steve yeah, Jobs right? started his garage as well, yes, yes. <laughs> and, you know, at the time, it, it, fit, it fit exactly what needed to happen. Uh, you know, I was able to get my hands on it, and, and uh, you know, some of the people that uh, helped me out with that back then are, are still with me today, and, and we were able to, you know, do everything we needed to do to get these fleets comfortable with, with the equipment and take the risk out of, uh, of getting involved with it. And, you know, I had somebody say today, one of the drivers said, you know, this is a totally new concept i i don't know anybody else in the industry who is doing something like this um and you know i know alan and i talked about it we we didn't know of anybody else doing it so i mean is this true i mean this is kind of like brand new well it it might feel new because we are just now going to market with uh, any kind of promoting or uh advertising Mm -hmm. if you will but, uh, you know, back in the day when I was doing this, there was a, there was a couple individuals that, that would kind of broker equipment or uh, they'd see the value in, uh, you know, helping fleets just like this. Um, we've kind of taken that concept and taken a few steps further where, you know, we're not just, you know, selling somebody a bunch of used stuff that, that comes all dirty and in, on a pallet and you kind of get what you can out of it. Um, but we test it, we clean it. Uh, you know, package it the right way and, and make sure all the good software is in there and then offer a warranty with it. So, um, yeah, being the only one in the market is is pretty special, but uh, we'd like to see a little bit further than that in terms of the way we do it and, and the way we keep managing our process and growing. Well, we have um, a lot of our listeners uh had contacted us earlier said hey i'm going to be driving and everything but you know can i submit a question so you know there's quite a few questions we have here from you from drivers um let me take a quick break we'll come back and uh ask you some of those questions and we will um also um let me look over here new york floor i'm looking at colorado michigan we'll grab a few callers too but uh hang with us and uh we'll get into that part donna and uh and then you might reiterate the uh, the giveaway thing. Yeah, right, well, right? The, the t-shirt contest. Yeah, I know. And I know Tom Kirk from Road Tested Living. Boy, he's had a. Uh, I think a, Tom's one of the callers on the line, and we'll grab him. And then we have. I have. I don't know about you. I have several questions here. But anyway, hang with us. We'll get right back, and we'll get it rolling. Heads up, truckers. Are you looking for deals on trucks, 
trailers, parts, or equipment, or maybe you need to sell something truck-related. Well, there's a great spot on the web where truckers deal with other truckers. No middlemen involved. That's why we call it TruckerToTrucker.com. There's no charge at all for looking, and if you want to place an ad for what you're selling, it's just $19.95, and it runs till it sells. So whether you're buying or selling, it's time to log on and take a look. TruckerToTrucker.com. Check it out. That's TruckerToTrucker.com. Hey everybody, Alan Smith here, and I want to tell you about TruckerLawyers.com. TruckerLawyers.com helps drivers with their legal needs, and they specialize in workers' compensation, trucking accidents, employment law, and other areas. TruckerLawyers.com arms you with important information regarding workers' compensation and your legal rights, and they are also available to help you find assistance for additional legal issues. This includes determining how to get you the best benefits possible for your situation. The website site truckerlawyers.com is a resource where you can learn more about your legal rights as a driver. Feel free to continue the social media conversation by liking them on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash truckerlawyers and follow them on Twitter as at truckerlawyers. Call them to talk through your questions at 1-800-736-5503. All right, welcome back. Now, Corey, you had mentioned to me uh, earlier, uh, oh, several weeks ago, several days ago, that the, the, your, the concept, the idea that you had for Pivot Technology Resources was you had you seen it as an opportunity to kind of level the playing field, and that much had to do with uh, the cost concerns that you had, you know, you recognized that the drivers and smaller fleets were, uh, you know, were, were facing, correct? Oh, that's correct. I mean, uh, some of these fleets, I, I don't know how they would be able to afford, you know, the the biggest, baddest system out there. But it, even the mandate, you know, the force change to to have that expense can hit some some fleets pretty hard. Well, let's grab uh, let's grab. I I know Tom. He might be uh, not limited time. I know he had some questions, but uh, Tom, I hope that's you anyway. Welcome to the show. I sure hope it is me, Alex. If it's somebody else, I want to know who's on my phone. So yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing well. I, I'm glad you guys had me. I know when Donna earlier, uh, we, we had been talking back and forth, uh, she pointed out Pivot Technologies to me as something I would want, want, might want to do some research on a few weeks ago. And I've done some research on them, and it's a, definitely an interesting concept. And I, I, as a company driver, it's not something that may pertain directly to me, but I've got a ton of questions for it. I think like most drivers do, partly for what I do with road-tested living and partly just because I'm curious. Uh, but, but the first thing I also wanted to point out to you, Donna, earlier when you were talking about what part, you know, the problem was the 14-hour rule, the real problem is drivers were driving a small number when they were tired and getting into accidents. So the problem is you can't legislate just that small group. You've got to legislate everybody. And the problem is when you have to start legislating a small group of idiots, everybody else who does it the right way pays a price. Right. And and, so, and that's so, the way it is with, with everything, Tom. True. But but that's that to me is the real problem. It, 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 you know, when we say what's the problem, well, let's just be honest. It's a small group of idiots that are ruining it for the rest of everybody else. Yeah, let's and that includes truck parking. It includes and, and, um, and it, just a lot of other it things. All, 
yeah, like I said, they're, they're, it all inter, all interrelates. But you know, let, let's you know, if we're going to have an honest conversation, let's start putting the blame where it is. There's a few irresponsible people that's ruining it mm-hmm. for everyone else. So that aside, uh, the, the first question that I have for, uh, and I apologize, I can't remember remember your name again. It's Corey Hunt. Corey Hunt. I, I'm sorry about that, Corey. I do apologize. I wanted to call you Chris, and I knew that wasn't right. Uh, you can call me Chris. <laughs> I'm thinking of Chris. That's a, a rep from a completely different company, and I don't think you want to want to talk about fuel injectors. So that's oh, okay. Um, but but anyways, the, the 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 some of the issues that I'm seeing on this, first of all, is do we have any idea what the FM CSA is going to mandate? Because you you see companies such as. Um, Rand McNally with some of their GPS systems where you now can put like an e-log module on, you know, that's fairly cost effective, all the way up to full Qualcomm type systems and everything in between, including smartphone applications, you know, that are fairly inexpensive, if not free to an individual owner operator to run. So do we have any idea what the mandate is going to be and what type of technology they are leaning towards at this point? Well, I, I think the mandate discusses things in, in terms of an ELD versus the uh, what's properly or commonly termed as EOBR, uh, the, the electronic onboard recorder. And, and I think the differences are, are really just the main one is tying into the truck's ECM or the, the actual engine. So um, the biggest thing there is, one, uh, coming back to what we touched on a little bit ago, a big issue is – Nobody likes change, especially when it's forced. And I think in the trucking industry, I think uh, we all know that, that uh, I think we all like things to be the same. Um, so mandating something, there's going to be a, a pushback, and it's, it's fairly strong. The FMCSA, I think they just want to get through some of these problematic or bad seeds like you guys just discussed um, and, uh, and make sure that, that some of this safety is, is increased and uh, and the problems are out of the way. Now, you know the the FMCSA guidelines and the uh, the things that are in the bill, the highway bill, um, those changes and, and what's coming down the pipe uh, have a lot to do with with just enforcing what's already there and being a way to audit and make sure that that these drivers are doing what they're supposed to be doing. And and it is to a sense, it's a big brother kind of scenario. Um, I don't know about you, but I don't, I don't feel like I, anybody needs to, to see me driving around. If, if I'm an owner-operator and I have my own rig, uh, you know, I do. I think, you know, why does anyone need to know where I'm going and what I'm doing and my driving patterns and shifting patterns? And, and, uh, and you know, there's a big case for that. So, uh, you know, the FMCSA rulings, uh, nobody really knows what's going to come through on the end. We know what they're kind of going for, and that's just a, a level platform for the big fleets, the small fleets, owner-operators, and, uh, you know, that argument there is why do I have to have it if this guy over here doesn't have to have it? Um, so I, I see all the, all the viewpoints, and, and, you know, not to be too vague, but, you know, the FMCSA and, and the politicians, are, I think they're, they're the only ones that really know what's going to go in this thing. And that, that, that actually in some ways kind of brings me up, up to my next question. If, if I go and invest in technology, um, especially if, if it's through Pivot, and all of a sudden the FMCSA just 
decides to go way off the reservation and go and go and you know to something that nobody really could have anticipated. Uh, how is that going to affect? You know, let's say I, I buy you know a QCP 200 system, uh, thinking that, that that's going to cover me. That all of a sudden they go like I said, completely insane, and come up with something you know totally out of left field, where that QCP 200 no longer is compliant. You know, if I get that now and you know thinking hey, maybe I can save some money by getting used to that and the other thing, and all of a sudden like I said they lose their minds. Where would that leave me as a driver, as a small fleet? Well, that's a, that's a good question. Um, right now, the uh, the information and the equipment available, uh, it's it's pretty much compliant with what the FMCSA is is ruling on or trying to right now. And that's uh, you know a full graphic color display of your hours of service. It's tying into the trucks. It's onboard logs. Um, you know tracking. Uh, starts and stops, any any critical information. Um, but the, the difference right now is the EOBRs, there, there are applications and functionality in these systems that can be turned on or off. Um, so the compliance level is it's a little flexible, and I think the major manufacturers like Qualcomm and PeopleNet, CarrierWeb, Rand McNally, they're, uh, they're sensitive to that fact where you can turn your hours of service or electronic logs on or off at this point. Um, when the mandate comes through, obviously there's uh, there's a different scenario where you know it might just have to be static and there's no turning off or on. Um, the newer equipment and the new technology, uh, they're pretty robust, very powerful systems, and you can add and subtract applications uh, on a monthly level even. Um, so uh, when the ruling, if it does go out or uh, or come come to pass, you know we're still looking at at 2016, 17 maybe even 18. Uh, the way technology is changing right now, uh, I believe that there are new products that are coming to market that uh, they may have uh, subtle differences, but for the most part, the major technologies that have been out in the last five, seven years even, uh, they're pretty much uh, compliant with what the FMCSA is, is requesting right now. That, that definitely answered my question on that one a great deal, Corey. I appreciate it. Uh, and then just, I guess one more, more question is, you know, assuming I'm a small fleet owner or something else like that, if I get it from you, do I have to pay a monthly monitoring fee? You know, how does that work? I mean, do, if I buy, you know, if I pay the unit at X number of dollars from you, am I done? Or is there additional fees I have to pay? You know, how does that work? Okay. Uh, the, uh, the core business function here for us is, is the buying, selling, and recycling of, of used equipment primarily. Um, so on the new side, we do represent a couple carriers of, uh, of manufacturers and service providers of equipment. Um, but for the most part, you're dealing with used equipment, and that is the hardware only. Uh, so if, if you come to us, we can save you about 50% on, on a Qualcomm MCP200 uh, or a, an MCP50, and then you go directly to Qualcomm to get that monthly managing fee. Um, so we don't do the service, the monthly messaging and the applications, but you can get the hardware from us, save that money on the front end, and then get set up with the messaging through them directly. That really answers a lot of my que questions, Corey. I've got a few more, but Alan, I'm, I know you said you had some questions from other drivers. I don't want to be a hog, so I'll let somebody else else go with a few for now. 
Well, no, you go ahead. That's fine. I've got a lot of listeners on the line, but go ahead. I think uh, some of these questions uh, are probably some of the ones that you have anyway. Probably. Well, let me let me cheat here and, and look at my list. Hang on just a second here. Um, you have a list for me, huh? Oh, yeah, yes, I do. I, I, actually, in, in, in the interest of full disclosure, uh, Christine and I from uh, Pivot have been talking a little bit. I know she's got a couple of these questions. I don't know if she was nice and sent them to you, though. So, um, I, I don't know. She, uh, I don't know if I did anything bad to her lately. So, she might have been a lot of people. Probably send her emails because they probably have a, a lot of questions. We've been doing a lot of posting, so she's probably really used to getting questions. And I know she's really right on it um, as far as answering people. So, uh, you know, it could be she just figured you were one of the many that are asking questions about the product. Well, well and that could be too, or, or she just might have decided that yeah, she was mad at him this week and wasn't going to be nice and you know give him a heads up. <laughs> she uh, she puts up with a lot here. She's the one that that handles everything around the office, uh, all the all the marketing and the and the uh, social sites, and uh, yeah, she's she's usually answering a lot of questions and she doesn't sit too far from me, so I'm sure she's uh, she's heard all these answers before. I, I tend to talk and get a little long winded, so. Um, yeah, I'm sure she she knew that uh, these things had come up, and I and I already had the answers. Well, well, you you know what, Alan, you're in trouble. You've got two long-winded people on here tonight. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's that all right. I've That's accused, not that I've ever been accused of being long-winded. Uh, <laughs> but you but, know, I want to ask a question, and I'm not sure, Tom. I was working the chat room, and um, I was gathering wool there for a little bit, so. I have the question, and I hope you hadn't asked it already. But if 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 the um, equipment turns out to be non-compliant, then what do you do? Like the upgrades? Yeah, the uh, and, I, and I did touch on this, but uh, you know the the life cycle of, of some of this technology. I, I think the way the, the service providers and the major manufacturers are looking at this, they they see a, a life cycle around three to five years. And the way we see the, the, the ruling coming down the pipeline where, you know, it could be two or three years down, down the line, um, we already hear chatter out there that, that there's a couple newer systems, even with more functionality and, and added features and benefits, that uh, that'll be out here in, in this first quarter of 2015. So um, usually we, we tend to get the, uh, the second-hand equipment, if you will, um, around the six month to a year mark, even you know, you know, it's it's getting a lot quicker in the last two years than it had been in the past. When when the inception of a new product would come out, um, there are fleets that are buying other other companies, and the you know those owners only want one product in their in their trucks. So say a company buys a, a fleet that has all PeopleNet, and their primary company has Qualcomm. Well. You know that that mismatch of equipment. They need something to do with it, and typically we're the resource for that. Okay. Tom? That that help that helps a lot a lot there, Corey. Because I know you answered that a few minutes ago for me, but but that second time around it made even more sense. So thank you. Um, Great. The the question, and I th- I think I know the answer on this, but we're going to ask probably what seems like an obvious or maybe a little silly question is. It's from what I'm seeing. It looks like this is really more for small fleets or independent owner operators. But let's say I'm leased to a carrier that uses Qualcomm, and I may not want to pay, you know, that monthly fee that the company charges me. 
for the quote unquote use of the Qualcomm system so they can track me. Is it po- do you know if it's possible for me just to outright buy a system such as yours, have it installed in my truck, pay the monthly monitoring fee or whatever, and, and just kind of not give the company that little bit of extra money from me each month? Yeah, actually, we've we've become a, a pretty solid resource and, and a partner with, with some of the, the larger owner-operator fleets. I'm not going to say names, but we have owner-operator programs out there that they can save quite a bit of money. And, uh, you know, we, we know that specific operating profile that, that uh, the given company needs to to have in their trucks. So if they need to be uh, DTTS compliant uh, or they, they haul for the Department of Defense or anything like that, then we know the profile and the kind of systems that they need to get set up. So, yeah, you come to us for the hardware, and, and you could have two or three systems running on your truck uh, so that as an owner-operator, you can partner with you know different companies that have contracts that say, yeah, you have to have a, a specific device in your truck. You need a Bluetooth system or uh, you need an MCP-50 or satellite coverage even, or, or maybe dual or, or tri-mode uh, communications. So, yeah, you come to us, and, and we can get you the hardware, and, uh, and you can take that wherever you go. You own that equipment. We can, uh, we can transfer that in or out of any given company through the, uh, the transfer process. Okay. Uh, you actually just segued into a couple, two or three questions that I have for you here uh, beautifully. Uh, I... First of all, because you mentioned satellite versus cellular, you know, I'm a small fleet or, or a single or a single truck owner operator. You know, how do I pick cellular versus satellite or dual mode versus tri mode? You know, you know, how do I know which is the right system for my operation? Well, that's a good question too. The uh, the big determining factor is is really how you run as an owner operator. What lanes you're in. Uh, your length of haul, uh, what, what kind of products, uh, and, and that's very kind of consultative on our end. When you talk to any, anyone on the sales side here, it's, we really want to know, you know, the important structure of how you run. Um, if you're running through Montana or, or in the hills of, of Arizona where there's no coverage, you, you're probably going to need satellite. If, if you haul a specific type of, uh, of load, you know, a hazmat or uh, – or munitions, you're probably going to need more than one type of communication aspect. So you might need satellite and terrestrial. Um, so on a consultative level, the good thing about us is, you know, when you call Qualcomm, they're probably going to push one system on you. Or if you call PeopleNet, you, they have their pride and joy that they want you to get into. Uh, you know, we, we represent about 15 different types of systems that uh, uh, you know, they can fit a different profile based on your operating structure. Uh, if if you need, you know, satellite communications, just a single mode that you don't need to have certain applications on, like video or uh, or multiple applications running at the same time, you know, we have a perfect fit with an MCP-100 from Qualcomm. You know, it's and that's that's very inexpensive versus you know a full, very robust tri-mode MCP-200 that has video capabilities or a slide out keyboard so on on your answer or the answer for you is on a consultative level we try to pair the right product to how you run as an order operator or even a fleet that that helps a lot and actually one thing that i picked up on uh that i appreciate at least from listening to you talk about is from, from the days when i used to work retail sales Something that would kind of set me apart from some of the other people that I worked with is they were always about 
selling you something where, no, I didn't want to sell you anything. I wanted to help you buy. And to me, there was a gigantic difference between the two. And that's something that I've kind of picked up on you is, is, you know, you're trying to build a relationship from the sounds with your customer so that they are happy, that they get exactly what works for them, and it's not about the, the dollar amount at the end of the day. No, really, we, we want to be the solution. We want to be the, the one place you can go, whether it's, you know, an MCP 200 or, or even a, you know, a Ram McNally system, or maybe you need a, a scanner or a Ram mount or a truck mount. You know, all these things, uh, as a resource, we just want to have the answers for a, a trucking company to come and say, hey, we need a certain type of electronics. Uh, you know, a, a vehicle inspection system like Zonar or uh, Eaton Vorad collision avoidance system. Um, we're adding our arsenal, if you will, of, uh, of products on a, on a weekly and monthly basis where, you know, expanding to kind of fill a need for electronics in the industry is, is really what we're, we're trying to do. You know, and, and we're growing and adding different things that, that we can do for a fleet, installation services, uh, the consulting side. Uh, we just want to make sure that, that when you call us and, and you're looking for a system, what is it that you need? Uh, do you have to pay a lot or a little? Um, it, it's really a consultative side. Uh, you know, just as you said, on the sales side of things, you know, I've been that way where, you know, I, I worked for Qualcomm, and, and we were very loyal to our Qualcomm equipment and didn't like people that, that much at the time. And uh, why do you have to have that loyalty to one product or another where, you know, one product may be a better fit, but just because you work for a different company, uh, you can't recommend that. I do appreciate that. And, Alan, I do apologize. I know I'm making a little bit of noise in the background, but I'm trying to get a couple of things done here for the end of the day. So I apologize for making your life a little harder tonight on the, on the soundboard. Uh, oh, that's okay. I'm just hitting the mute button. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know. I can tell every time you move, he goes, oh, shoot, I'm making too much noise. I try to be a little quieter, yeah. and it works for a few minutes. And uh, hey, you're all right. Hey, you're all right. You're out on the road. We know how it goes. Yeah, well, I'm actually trying. Actually, basically, as soon as I get done with you, I'm going to bed. So I'm trying to get everything everything set up for that for tonight. Um, the, the next question I've got for you here, Corey, and I think I'm actually getting near the end of my list. Um, and I think you sort of answered it. Is are you looking to get into other technologies? But you know, I know Don and I were talking. We were first looking at you a few weeks ago. You know, we wondered if, for example, you're going to do GPS systems or you know smartphones because you know a lot of drivers like myself, we might break a phone on the road, don't want to spend six hundred dollars for a phone, and want to find out where we can get a good used, you know, refurbished phone that's reliable because it's so it's become really a critical part, even as a company driver. I never thought I'd see the day where I'd say I needed to have a smartphone, but there's just so many things I use it for now, whether it's checking weather, email, you know, stuff that I consider essential, not just for what I do with road-tested living, but just, you know, in my daily driving job. You know, I, I don't know where I'd be without a smartphone some days. Uh, actually, I do know I'd be trying to find a payphone, but that's a whole other conversation. Uh, but do you have any plans to do some of that? Or are you looking more on, like, the, the, the heavier end or, or higher end, both in terms of price and technology, uh, stuff for the trucking industry? Well, as of right now, we are, uh, you know, in the last year is really where we've seen our growth. Um, you know, we've, we've tripled in the last uh, 13 months, and a lot of those products that we hadn't previously seen before 
have come more or less in, in those 12, 13 months. Um, so we're seeing this trend that, that the new products are getting implemented on the used side, uh, the secondary market, and uh, we have done uh, had situations where a fleet has used smartphones, and uh, and that is, you know, that's definitely falling into our core business function, and and that is supplying equipment to companies that have a use for it. You know, we're seeing a lot of these tablets pop up, uh, just Samsung, Verizon tablets, uh, with these applications that uh, that are supported through, say, Verizon, XRS, um, and and we foresee that happening. You know, a lot of these companies are gravitating towards just being a software provider. And if that's the case, that's where our company being as diverse as we can be to uh, to gravitate towards that market. Um, and we want to do whatever we can to fill this spot. And uh, if that's adding more products, uh, adding a, a different um, type of solution, then, then that's absolutely where we're going to go. So, yeah, I mean, I, I welcome that opportunity where the the market is going. Uh, I, I do see that as something that we're, we're eventually going to get into. Um, we have done small portions of that in the past, but in, in a core sense, it's mostly hardwired hardware. Um, so, yeah, it's, that's something definitely that we're, we're going to look into. And uh, and typically it's going to be a larger scale than, than probably a one or two off scenario. Uh, that, 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 I think, does answer my question fairly well on that one. And, and backing up a little bit, bit, bit here, um, if I go and purchase a system from you and I have a problem with it down the road, you know, it malfunctions or wherever, and let's just pick on Qualcomm because it's the system my company uses, so it's the one I'm the most familiar with. Is it a case where I can take it to any Qualcomm center in the country to, get, you know, to have the service done? Do I have to come back to you guys? You know, how does that work? Okay. Uh, typically, we offer a warranty with anything going out of our building. If it's uh, a keyboard or, or a black box or, or an antenna or anything like that, um, if there are any problems within our warranty period, we typically verify that, qualify it, then uh, send you out a replacement at our cost. You put the old unit in that box and send it back to us, and, uh, and you're, you're basically back up and running. Now, we can ship expedited overnight. Um, we ship on your speed. We don't want you guys to be down and out because of a product that we've supplied. Um, I'm not going to tell you that every piece of equipment going out of here is, is in perfect working condition forever because it's not. It's an electronic. Uh, you know, I, I know companies, and even on my installation days, uh, we had equipment that we pulled right out of the box from the manufacturer that, that just didn't work. So it's a matter of how we handle that on the back end that, that really separates us in, in terms of support. And uh, we do what we can to make sure everybody's up and running. That, that answers that question quite a bit for me. And trust me, from, from my days of working retail electronics, I wouldn't know anything about opening a box and seeing a cell phone dead out of the box. So, yep, yep. <laughs> but like I said, I don't, I don't know a thing about that at all. Uh, yeah. but, but, you know, that does help. And then I guess the other question is, which I think you also kind of answered indirectly. Uh, if I come and purchase, the, or if I purchase one of your units, obviously because it has to hook up to the ECM, there's a degree of professional installation. Is it a case where I can take it to a local place where I need to come to you? You know, how does installation work? And also, is that included in the price if I purchase a system from you? Uh, it is not included in the price. That's typically a one-off basis. Uh, as an owner-operator, uh, you know, trying to pin down where anybody is 
excuse me, or, or will be on any given day is, is pretty tough. Uh, you know, so we do have owner operators that call us and, and they don't know where to ship the equipment because they don't know where they're going to be uh, in, in the next three weeks. So, you know, we, we try to do our best to, to find an installation facility out on the road, and, and they're out there, and we have, we have relationships with, uh, with many all around the country, um, some better than others, and, and sometimes we, we steer them right in there, and they can get them right in. Um, but we just want to inform them on, uh, you know, the, the cost, the, the time frame, um, the, the type of uh, installation procedure that's going to happen, and we just want to give as much information as we can to uh, – to help them out in that scenario. We do installs on our own. We, uh, we actually completed a 1600 unit fleet uh, within about six months with uh, techs on site. And uh, we have local facilities here in uh, the Kansas City area that handle that as well. So, you know, on any aspect, uh, if there's information that, that an owner operator or a fleet needs, um, we, we've typically been through that before and we can help you out. It, it sounds like, you know, you, it sounds like unlike a, a lot of people that come into the trucking industry with a great idea, it, it really sounds like you've taken the times, whether it's through growing, you know, school hard knocks and growing pains, or if it's just that you've seen the mistakes of others, it sounds like to me you've really put the thought into how to make this work and as simple as possible for everybody from the get-go. Well, and, you know, again, I stumbled on this on accident. I, I, you know, back in my installer days, back when the, uh, the American Mobile Satellite Corporation, the single-mode AMSC stuff, uh, we, we were taking that out of trucks, and, and they were basically sitting in a trailer. And I thought, well, somebody's got to be able to use this stuff somewhere. Uh, it might be junk to this company we're taking it out of, but, uh, you know, it, it's got to hold some value to someone. And uh, over the years in sales and, and installation, you know, I was able to talk with the drivers, uh, the the owner operators. Uh, some some were vehemently against this. You know, they're like, "You're not drilling holes in my truck," and and we quit if we got to put this in our truck. So, I understand the mindset of of a lot of aspects in in this industry. Uh, then you have fleet owners that that need to know where their equipment is, or uh, you know, you do have the bad apple that that might look at it in in a, in a negative manner. Um, so. Uh, the way I'm looking at this is if, if we can fill a spot or answer a question or help somebody save money on equipment, then, then we'll continue to do that and look for other ways to see value. If, if you come to us because you need a truck mount, a ram mount, uh, then you know, that opens up a whole new avenue to you know, maybe six months or two years down the line, you might need a different piece of equipment or uh, uh, you need to upgrade from one system to another, and, and we'd like to be there for that as well. And actually, something you just made me think of, um, whether you realize it or not, you hear see a lot of drivers now talking about the need for dash cams. Uh, and then you also hear, you know, the debate of, you know, should you get this unit or that unit and, and the cost, particularly some of the better units. Do you have see a, a market or a possibility that you may be getting into the dash cam market? Uh, or, or is that a case where it, it, it's, you know, the technology is just such a turnover rate, you don't see that practical? Oh, no, not, not at all. Uh, we, we do see uh, uh, contacts with, with Mobileye and, and uh, Smart Drive. You know, we, we take in-house pretty much any kind of electronics that, that has a value to one fleet or another. And, and we see this in, in typically around you know, three to four different types of areas. One, um, you know, they just have an existing system and they need to, to add to it. You know, if, if a company out there has, you know, 300 dash cams and 
they they're rolling out 25 more trucks they'll probably need 25 more dash cams and and uh, we'd love to help them out with that and then you have the companies that are upgrading from from one system to uh, the same system but with more computing power or uh, uh, just a different display you know the people that OBC works with five different displays now and uh, the old driver terminal stuff the green screen that's going that's going away and and you know you have the full color feature rich touch screen voice text to voice uh, text to speech uh, systems that uh, they can add a lot more value to your your fleet they're, they're upgrading to this stuff and we can help with that or you know even on a complete rollout if you have nothing you know, there's fleets out there that are still kind of sticking to their guns, and they don't have anything. But once they see the value in, in how this can, can really change the way they do business and affect uh, their operations in a good way, then, then uh, we can definitely help them save money on that. Kind of getting back to the dash cams just for a second, that's actually a market where, you know, even myself as a company driver, um, I'm seeing more and more individual drivers choosing on their own, uh, whether they're, you know, an owner-operator, company driver, et cetera, to do the dash cams. And that's really kind of one of the things that I'm thinking of because the one camera that I hear a lot of drivers say, and, and there's obviously several, are the GoPros. But when I look at a price rate good GoPro unit, um, yeah, my, 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 heart, my, my heart temporarily stops and my wallet begins running, screaming away. Uh, <laughs> And, and, and I think that, it, I mean, I think some of this technology that you're talking about, I'm just looking at it from the company driver's standpoint. There's a value to it to me, uh, uh, whether it's, a, let's say, a GPS unit or some of this. But in some cases, you know, particularly if I'm just starting out in the industry or even if I've been in it a while, I may not want to invest $500 in a top-of-the-line GPS, you know, but... You know, I may be able to find a good used one someplace, you know, Craigslist or, or, or I mean, there's obvious other options out there. But it's one of those cases where I don't always know, does it work? You know, you, know, you can do the eBay thing, but one of the reasons why I tend not to use eBay is, well, the A, you know you're going to get it, and B, is it going to work once you do get it? So, you know, that's where I think a company like you can come in there. And, and do you see yourself focusing more on, on the, you know, what I think of the small fleets or fleets of all sizes, or do you even see yourself branching out to more company drivers like myself on certain product opportunities in the future? Um, well, it's, it's really um, gravitating towards whoever needs it. It's, you know, it's a good point on, on the dash cam. Um, if in, in the past six years plus, we, we've had contacts all over the country uh, in Canada, Mexico, that, that come to us and they're like, hey, we heard about you and, and we have this product. Uh, whether it's, a, it's an EOBR or a, a dash cam or a trailer tracking system, um, if there's no demand for it at the time, we, we have that in our database and we can call on that if there is more. Um, so right now we have a whole database full of, of contacts all over the country, Mexico and Canada, that, that have any different, any, any given product that that may see a little bit more demand uh, and if if a company needs 200 of something then then we go to there and we say okay is this a good opportunity for us to help these this company out so um, if there's more demand coming through us and, and there's companies that that want a single off dash cam then then absolutely we want to we want to provide anybody with with whatever we can at a savings um, if we can fit that bill to be around half the price of, of a new system then, then we definitely want to do that, depend, depending on where that demand is. 
Right, exactly. Well, well, hey, I'm kind of watching the time here. Hey, I got to take a quick break. Uh, thanks, Tom, and but we will be right back with our guest Corey Hunt of Pivot Technology Resources. So uh, just just a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. Hang with us. Hey drivers, Alan Smith here with Ask the Trucker Live asking, are you home every weekend? Are you off on all major holidays and still get paid? Well, if not, then listen up because we may have the perfect driving opportunity for you. Godspeed Expeditors LLC of Rockwall, Texas is currently seeking a husband and wife team for one of their dedicated tractor trailer lanes. A Class A CDL with hazmat endorsement is required, and the team must have six months verifiable experience within the last 24 months. This team will be running approximately 3,600 miles per week Monday through Friday, and pay is calculated at 70 cents per mile, and that means all miles. That's a whopping $2,500 per week take-home and $130,000 per year possibility. All applicants will be security screen and must be able to pass a drug screen. There is a one-week orientation which pay $500 to the team and the hotel room will be provided. No felony or Class A misdemeanors need apply. So stop running yourselves in the ground for little pay and come home to an exciting, well-paying job that I know you've been looking for. And after one year, pay is increased to $0.75 cents per mile for all miles. And if you are in West Virginia especially, teams are needed now. So for this great drive Driving Opportunity Career, contact Godspeed Expeditors LLC at 479-234-5323. That's 479-234-5323. Call them right now and be sure to tell them that you heard about them on Ask the Trucker Live. Welcome back. Uh, now, now, Corey, we've been kind of saying, you know, this is a, you know, something, um, you know, we don't see anybody else doing. It's kind of new and everything. But I mean, your company, uh, it was you, you. This was uh, you've been in business now. What since two thousand eight? Do I have that date right? No, oh, that's correct. It was uh, November two thousand eight when, when we first started doing this. Okay, and and you've really grown, so we know that. But um, what are the? <clears throat> I'm kind of watching the clock here, and I know you got to go. But what? What are the specific bullet points that you you know you'd like to get across to uh, uh, our listeners? Because you 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 do you you do this work for everybody across the board. I mean, drivers, owner operators, independents, fleets. You know, just like you've mentioned and everything. And it can save since the cost is such a a, a huge variable in this for especially independents and owner operators. Really, everybody involved. I mean, you can your company can save them up to fifty percent on the cost. What what are the what are the specific bullet points that you really would like to get across to the listeners tonight? Well, one, I mean, if it, if it is mandated, obviously the uh, the change will it can be affecting fleets uh, pretty hard. And yeah, if we can save you fifty percent, or even get you upgraded to a newer system that that can do a lot more for your fleet or your truck. Uh, you know, with, with full-color touchscreens and navigation and logs and, and applications, video playback, if we can get you into those that, uh, and it doesn't hurt as much, then, then obviously we want to do that. So our core business function is to, uh, to get 
equipment, high-quality equipment that's been tested, cleaned, and coming with a warranty into the hands of, of company owners and owner-operators. Um, secondly, if, if you have equipment that, that you no longer need, it has no more use for you, uh, some other companies might still have a use for it. So, you know, obviously we want to be that company that, that everybody turns to. You know, we want to be that eBay of, of uh, the trucking industry that, that everybody knows our name and, and we're kind of a, a brand that, that is significant in, in the industry when it comes to used equipment. Um, and, then, and then secondarily, you know, obviously we want to be anywhere we can where we add value on, on hard-to-find equipment, uh, mounts, um, and even installations. And, uh, and don't just quit there. If, if there's something else that, that needs to happen in the industry, you know, we want to be as diverse as we can to get, uh, to get as much value as we can as a resource. Well, now, do y'all offer like a, a a catalog or an online catalog or something that shows what all you carry, or is it just? Uh, uh, I mean, what what information there is? I'm, I mean, your website, uh, pivotresources.com, all that information can be found there on the 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 equipment and you know every all the all the things that you handle. Yeah, and uh, it, it is pivotresources.com. You can also call us uh, at, at the offices any any time of day. Um, we are updating our website right now. Uh, we're we're kind of <laughs> we have a lot of things going on right now with our growth. Uh, you know, we're adding personnel, and, and, and uh, there's more equipment coming in and out of here uh, every day than, than we ever have. Uh, even in in January, we've we've doubled our normal sales orders. So. Um, you know, we're, we're kind of behind in, in updating the website. Look for more content on there. We should have uh, a lot more uh, products, uh, descriptions, uh, a lot more information on anything that is available through the website. We also have some uh, some some lookbooks that that will be available that that describe pretty much everything that we represent that uh, you can download right from our site as well. Um, so right now, equipment guides, um, mounting brochures, uh, installation guides, they're all on the website, and, and uh, we'll be adding more content to that here coming up in the next few days. Well, I have, I have a sneaky feeling that um, in the next, uh, next passing months or a few years at least, you're, uh, you're going to get a lot busier. Well, I, I heard you're pretty smart, so I believe you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know about that, but with this, you know, with this mandate thing coming, and it is coming. So, but you know, that's Donna. This is what we look for. We look for, you know, we're always talking about. Well, we everybody just keeps talking about things, but the, it's the solutions that we're looking for, and this is a solution to a really major issue for a lot of owner operators and independents and fleets. Well, we're, uh, we're 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 passionate about where we are in the marketplace and and I I personally have a, a, a sense of uh, sentimentality when it when it comes to old equipment uh, you know those old uh, Qualcomm IMCTs and MCTs and, and even the old Rockwell stuff you know whenever we get something like that in we all kind of our eyes light up and, and we're just very passionate about what we're doing right now and and uh, hopefully our customers are seeing that and, and I appreciate you uh, you even listening to us and, and allowing us the opportunity to talk about it. And uh, and Tom had great questions, and, and I thank him for all that as well. Yeah, he did. He, he, I, just, I just want to mention, you know, Tom does a lot of testing for different products. He has the website um, roadtestedliving.com, and he's on Facebook. 
So um, this is a topic I know that he really enjoys because he enjoys doing that. But um, yeah, he 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 has he's always the one that's going to analyze it and 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 we'll sit there and you know well what about this and what about that not about just this but about other things also. So um, yeah, I was really glad that he was able to call in tonight. Yeah, well, listen, uh, Corey, our time's winding down, but really appreciate you coming on and sharing your your, uh, perspective on this issue and what your company's doing to provide a solution to, uh, you know, what really is a major concern for many within the industry. So, hey, we really appreciate it. Thanks again. Oh, thank you both. Thanks, Alan. Thanks, Donna. Hey, hey, Corey, real quick, just what what is the number that – if people wanted to, call, you know, call and talk with you some more, it's just the uh, the eight hundred number there on your website. Our uh, eight hundred number eight hundred six seven nine zero one seven seven, and uh, you just hit an extension to talk to a sales rep. Or if you want a little information uh, about more of the personal side, I mean, we're on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Pinterest, Instagram, it's LinkedIn. Uh, we're we're adding videos to YouTube here coming up, so. Uh, the training videos okay. and just user guides. So anything you want to do with that, then uh, you know, go ahead and give us a call. All right, sounds good. Hey, really appreciate it. Have a great evening now. All right, you too. Thanks, guys. Good All night. Right. Thanks, Donna. Do you have some announcements too? Here yeah, a little bit? you know, I I've been quiet tonight. I'm working the chat room, and uh, we have a couple of winners for the T-shirt. And just to review. Um, I've got so many notes here. Alan, you know how I am. I just want to tell everybody about the T-shirt. The winners tonight were um, Les Willis and Robert Green, and they both um, gave answers in the chat room. And I just want to tell a little bit about this. Um, This is uh, so many – I'm going to read it right off of the the advertisement. So many great drivers in North America are sick and tired of dealing with the terrible behaviors – of zero etiquette in our truck stops. The time for that is to change, and that's the bottom line. Let's go make a real difference together. And by the way, this is from Brian Carlson of driveforfreedom.com. And is it .com? Yes, it's drive, the number four, freedom.com. And he says, let's make a real difference together. Please help raise awareness and get the word out. And let these drivers know that we've had enough of the bad attitudes and the carelessness. And by purchasing this great T-shirt, all of the funds raised will go directly to the Field Advisory Safety Team, of which you can be part of by contacting us through the website, www.drive4freedom.com. And you can look at their projects right on the uh, website. It, it is a great uh, organization. And uh, we had um, Brian on the show maybe about two weeks ago. You can listen to that replay also and hear more about what's going on with them. But they are very concerned with driver image, as so many of us are uh, over here. The question in the chat room, if everybody's wondering, is what is the maximum allowed travel for that some break, um, let me see, what is the proper push rod travel? I'm sorry, what is the proper push rod travel for a properly adjusted break? And the answer was one half inch. So we've got two um, two T-shirts going out, they're long sleeve. And if you want to order a T-shirt and uh, support the organization and 
express how you feel about the driver image, you can go to driveforfreedom.com. And again, that's drive, the number four, freedom.com. And they'll be more than happy to um, to get your T-shirt to you. So again, two winners. Congratulations, Les and Robert. And um, thanks for joining in the con- uh, the contest. And thanks, Brian. And uh, we'll we'll have that out to you. So uh, I think that's it, Alan. All right. Well, we'll see. You always say you have something else. But hey, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back, and we'll wrap up this broadcast. Of Ask the Trucker Live. You're listening to Ask the Trucker Live on Blog Talk Radio. Don't go anywhere. Alan and Donna will be right back. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Ask the Trucker Live. And I want to tell you how you can save big money with Pivot Technology Resources. Pivot Technology Resources is the trucking industry's only source for quality new and used mobile communications and asset tracking equipment. With Pivot Technology Resources, you can have the latest technology such as Omnitrax MCP50 and the MCP200 or PeopleNet BLU2 or PD4 and for around half the price of going directly through the manufacturer. Here's how they are able to bring you quality technology at such a low cost. Pivot Technology Resources obtains working in-cab computers from companies that go out of business, downsize their fleet, or change their technologies. Their team of professionals guarantee that they are in working order and even offers a brand new in-house warranty and all for about half the price. They even will buy your equipment as well. Find out more by calling 1-800-679-0177 and visit them on the web at pivotresources.com. Discover why so many of the most respected companies in the country have relied on their expertise. 1-800-679-0177, pivotresources.com. This is Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith. Now, back to the show. Well, Donna, there it is. Pivot technology just in two minutes. Uh, yeah, I just, I'll tell you what, I knew when, when you know, we saw this, that this was going to be a really hot um, idea, even though it's not a new idea, you know, the promotion of it is and there's a lot of people interested in this just the feedback that we're getting so we'll continue um, to promote this this technology and this uh, business because this is something that's really going to help owner operators and small fleets survive um, this this mandate when it comes around and I believe he did say Corey did say that uh, even even if you if, even if the mandate isn't here, you know uh, they were just holding on to it, and then when it when it does come around, then they employ it. So, uh, great idea. We'll keep promoting it. Thanks everybody for um, for tuning in tonight. A lot of listeners, and uh, I think Tom had so many questions that people's hands started going down one by one on the switchboard. They must have been thinking of the same questions. Did you find that? Yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, I had uh, most of the questions he asked. I had, so I just thought, hey, we'll just let it let it run like that. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so it worked out great, and uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in tonight, and we'll put this out in the um, archives, and I know it's going to get a lot of uh, a lot of archived listens also. Yeah, it's a great service. So, all right. Hey, sounds good. Thanks for joining us this evening. Be sure to bookmark us and add us to your favorites. And thanks again to Corey Hunt, CEO and founder of Pivot Technology Resources, for joining us this evening. And be sure to check them out online, Pivot resources.com or give them a call at 800-679-0177. Thanks again, everyone, and uh, have a great evening. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.